Welcome to Like an Event Boss, your weekly events empowerment podcast with Carrie Abernathy and Juliet Tripp. Hello and welcome back to episode eight of Like an Event Boss. We are so happy you're here. My name is Juliet Tripp and I am here with my fabulous co-host, Carrie. Hello. So today's episode is probably one of our favourite topics and probably a huge part of the reason why we set up this podcast in the first place. So we are going to be talking about the topic of women in events. We are them, we know them, we champion them, and we are here to empower all the event bosses, but especially the event girl bosses in the world. So Yeah, let's dive right in because both of us have quite a bit of experience with, um, I guess, communicating with different different groups of women in the industry, um, amplifying the profiles of different women within the industry and really committing to change and committing to doing all we can to make this a really positive place for for women in the workplace in events. So Carrie, you have started some incredible, incredible initiatives for women in our industry. Do you want to talk about the Association for Women in Events? Because I would love to hear more about it. I I will. That was such a great intro. Um, yeah, I don't I don't even know where to start with the Association yeah, for Women in sorry, Events. Sorry, it was a big so. question. <laughs> That's okay. I'll I'll take it back. Gosh, I could really use all 30 minutes to talk about the story. But um, long story short, I'll talk about how it started and where it evolved to and what it is today. Does that work? Sounds perfect. All righty. Well, so in the beginning, 2014, I'll start. This is a story that, you know, is out in the industry. Everyone knows that it's not a new story. But in January of 2014, um, I was sexually assaulted at an, a conference in the events world. Um, this, again, well-known story. This has been on plenty of blogs. This is this is nothing new. I'm, I'm very open to sharing the story. This is the catalyst for me starting the Association for Women in Events. Um, I was assaulted by someone in the events industry at an events conference. And I, I'm sh- sure you can imagine it was extremely traumatic, but it was compounded by the fact that I had reached out to, after the fact, had reached out to basically every organization in the events industry with little um, assistance. There were no resources for anything like this. There were no resources that I felt really were for women in, in any realm, in any sense, um, I discovered uh, to my mm-hmm. dismay. Uh, quite quickly realized that there weren't, there wasn't, you know, an association specifically for women in the events industry. And a lot of the groups weren't doing, um, they weren't doing anything in the way of sexual harassment, honestly, at that time. And there were not a lot of resources on other things like balancing your work and your life and being a mother or um, resources on how to become anything other than an event planner. If you want it to get to the C-suite, there were no, there wasn't a path. There wasn't anything clear. There was, there was nothing at the time. Mm. I'm going to be honest in 2014, there was nothing. So I brought together a couple of different groups in the industry, a few different amazing women in the events industry that were running uh, lean in circles and brunch and learns, just trying to figure out ways on their own to elevate women. And the the five of us uh, decided to launch an official organization um, in early 2015. By 2016, we had a full board and uh, we opened up membership and we quickly grew to an organization, a global 
whole virtual organization of well over a thousand members very, very quickly. Um, we offered so many resources in the, the industry that I'm so, so, so proud of um, for, for women on how to get them to that CEO path, on how to um, deal with being a woman in the boardroom or a woman in the events industry, or um, how to handle that work-life balance, how to uh, be a little bit of everything and still be a successful meeting planner. Um, we launched Elevate, which was our annual conference, and then, um, and, and there were so many, so many other initiatives, the the Events Industry Sexual Harassment Task Force, which I led and which now lives with the Events Industry Council, which I'm so, 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 so proud of, and the Events Industry Pledge. Um, But, uh, you know, we weren't spared from 2020 by any means. And um, unfortunately, the pandemic hit us like every other organization. And we had to uh, gosh, I hate using the P word. Um, we had to shift to uh, a new business model and we moved away from being a 501c3 organization out of the US and and decided to get to do away with, with paid memberships because that is a thing of the past. And we felt we could really offer resources to women for free and still have that global community, which really was the bread and butter of the organization organization. And we moved everything to a free Facebook community called Elevate Her Lounge. And the spirit and legacy and everything still live on today. There's still an incredible community sharing resources and job postings and inspiration and enlightenment and everything in between. And I I couldn't be more proud. But that is a little bit about AWE in a nutshell. I think it's incredible. So I am clapping. I'm not going to clap out loud because it's going to, we're in the recording, but I know I'm so proud of you. And thank you for again, sharing your story. You know, I know um, that you have been quite open about your background and the initial inspiration for setting it up, but some of our listeners may not have heard that story. So please do, you know, keep connecting with Carry Online. Um, such an incredible inspiration for women and that's how we first connected so you might have listened to episode one where we talked about intros and you know how we got to like an event boss and I had seen Carrie from afar like we've still never met in person which breaks my heart but um, I just noticed her you know from here in the UK I was like yeah I like I like this woman I need to know more about her I need to know what she stands for so I interviewed Carrie for my blog Um, which was at the time called Inspirational Women in the Events Industry. And it was an initiative initiative I started um, back in 2017, 18. I just wanted to provide a platform to share the stories of women who were doing fantastic things in our industry. And Carrie was one of them. And we've kept in touch ever since. And it's because you are a driving force for change in our industry for women and we need more of them. There will never be enough. Um, there will never be enough people leading the way in my eyes. Like we all have a, a place to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. There will always be a place to for elevating women's voices for sure. And I think both mm-hmm. of us, that's a driving force behind what we do. And it's it's something that we're both so proud of. Yeah, 100%. And I I would say, I think in the last couple of years, there have been a lot of positive changes for women. Like we're not completely out of the woods yet, but I think the whole thing of, oh, there aren't enough opportunities for women anymore. I 
I honestly think that the, the situation has shifted and changed. What about you? I I agree with you. I over the last five years, we've seen such a shift for in, in resources for women and programs for women and education uh, about women and for women. And, um, you know, I think, I, I think I'm really proud because I know AWE was a catalyst for many of these mm-hmm. programs and it was kind of a, a point where, um, other organizations took notice of what we were doing. And at first, um, you know, we reached out to a lot of the organizations and the events industry and they were like, you know, I'm not sure if there's really a place for what you're doing. Uh, we don't really want to call out women separately from everyone else else. And then slowly, I think they saw how, you know, inspired people were and how excited people were in the events industry to have this community, this community just for women. And slowly over the last five years, a lot of these organizations, they now have women-centric programs. They now have women-centric conferences. There's a lot more in the way of resources and uh, including women and elevating diverse voices in general. But I, for me, it's night and day from when I started in the industry and I was really kind of having to play into that good old boy system and had to grit my teeth and just kind of deal with a a lot of shit, to be honest with you. And it's now, uh, it was a taboo topic and now it's on the table and everyone is, it's not a a taboo topic anymore. You know, everyone's talking about it. It it is out there. There are resources and, you know, women have made it clear that we have um, a voice and we want our seat at the board table and we're here to take it and we're not going anywhere. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, yes, we are shattering that glass ceiling. Like, I think that's, that's the thing now. We're not smashing the glass ceiling. Like we're over that. We are shattering it because we are here. The glass ceiling. Yeah, it still exists to an extent, but I don't think anyone can say there aren't enough women in the industry. This industry is almost dominated by women in many respects, but what I'm also seeing, which I think is really positive, and I don't want to talk too much about diversity as a topic in this episode, because that is actually the dedicated topic of our next episode. But I think that the, that because we are now empowering women more, there's just more empowerment in general. So there are more opportunities for young men in the industry to be mentored, to be coached, to have their voices listened to as well for students in the event industry, for all these groups who maybe their voices weren't necessarily heard before. Um, Because I guess you do still get the topic and I see it on social media in probably posts that we've posted or been tagged in of men saying, well, why aren't you you supporting and empowering men? Like, what would you say to that point? Oh, goodness. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, because women need it a little bit more and because diverse voices need to be elevated. I mean, we could go into arguments all day about how everyone needs to be elevated, but that's not the point. You know, we the the Association for Women in Events was. Um, founded on the idea that 78% at the time, 78% of the events industry was made up of women, but there were only three to 5% in C-suite positions. Um, There was that lack of representation. There was that lack on how to get women into leadership positions. So it's like, let's, let's focus on elevating these voices. If you really want equality, if you really want diverse voices and thoughts, you know, we need to elevate the specific group that isn't there yet, that doesn't have all of the representation. Um, You know, even today, I think the top 50 50 companies in the world, there's a single woman CEO and there's a single woman of color CEO. Um, And and that's just not good enough. 
it's just not good enough. So we have to keep calling out this, this issue. We have to keep it front and center because, you know, even if you, if it's uncomfortable and you don't think it's an issue, it is the statistics and the data tell us it is. So there is, there's a place for it. It still needs to be talked about. I think that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's never going to go away. It's never going to not be important. And we still see so many opportunities. Like we're still seeing manals, for goodness sake, like all white male panels. Can we just can we just banish them forever? Yeah. And all male committees. I can't tell you how many times I get excited in the events industry and outside of the events industry to you're right, either attend a conference or I look at a new committee that has just been brought in and it's all males or it's all white male. Um, And it's just such a bummer. That we live in a time where, first of all, they, they didn't select diversity or even, you know, diverse voices weren't making it even into the selection or nomination process, which cuts even deeper to me. So there's so much more that needs to be done. I There are so many amazing, strong women in the events industry that have risen to the top, though. So many great, strong voices that it, it gives me a lot of inspiration. There has been that change. We still have a ways to go. Yeah. And we see them, you know, I would say you are one of them. There are others. There are others that we've even had on the podcast who are really strong women in in our industry and people to look up to. But we've still got to make the world a better place for women and especially you know, the the smaller pockets of women who might be going through different things. So the mothers, you know, people that are coming back from maternity leave and suddenly are having to juggle one of the highest pressure jobs you know, maybe traveling long hours, all of that with then being a mother as well. And I mean, I, I can't talk to this topic. I can't understand it in their shoes because I'm, I'm not a mother and I'm in awe of some of the incredible people who are just rocking it, doing it all, but we need to support them more. We need to be here for them. Amen. Amen. And that's, that's a great point because you, neither you or me are mothers, but we understand mm-hmm. that they need support. They need elevation. Like this is a great reason for men to get involved in what yeah. we do. You know, we don't, we don't hate men. We, we love our men, right? But we do, they, yes. <laughs> and we really, really, really need them to stand behind us and elevate us. And yes, they, they may not understand exactly what's going on with us or what we're going through, but they certainly can be there to um, be allies and supporters of the cause. A hundred percent. And any men listening, like this is not a feminist kicking you out of the conversation thing. That's not what we're here for. Um, We are here for for all of the events industry. But, you know, just do your bit. Everyone needs to do that. We need to do our part as women to support other women. We need to also support men. And it's just it's just the way that this is. And I think, you know, if you are listening in and you don't feel that your voice is heard, then then we can help you. Like, that's what we want to do. And you, your voice is valid. Your voice is absolutely valid. And together as a community, as an industry, we have the power to change the conversation and change the makeup of our industry. So start to ask questions. You know, why am I not invited to be on this panel? Why have I been turned down for this interview? Why is this an all-male panel? Why have I been invited to a panel discussion where it's you know only only white women or it's only people with you know 20 years experience in the industry why aren't there younger voices like there is so many parts of this this picture and we'll be discussing more in next time's episode but 
Um, where do you like? I guess where do you look for inspiration? So you've got um, the incredible group, the Facebook group now. Like, have you seen any people who are driving change? Like, where do you look for getting that almost sense of girl power within the industry again? Oh goodness, um, everywhere. I, you're right. I, I have this, um, you know, the community through the Association for Women in Events, and it's not just like the standout rock star CEO um, mm-hmm. people who are beating their their drums um, for all of us. It's it's everyone. I get inspiration from everyone in that group, um, and especially when they're vulnerable and share their challenges with everyone, and can be authentic and ask for help. And when people are just sharing, I think that's what when I'm most inspired because they're finding a community and they're, they have, they feel like they have a voice and they're starting to question the norm. And I love all of that. I love all of that. So I'm really inspired by it. Of course, you know, the, the Courtney's and the Rachel's and the, um, uh, well, Juliet, you are another one, obviously. Um, so there are so many like amazing women in the events industry. We, we don't suffer from a lack of amazing, strong women right mm-hmm. there are so many and here in the UK as well we're, we're very lucky to have some incredibly strong women and there are there are some great things that I've been a part of that really raise the voices I mean a great one that springs to mind which will be coming over to the US as well is the female hospitality network so now we're not just looking at events we're looking at hospitality travel and tourism as well and um, Abby Hart who's a good friend friend of mine and the founder of of the network is just amazing and she's just championing women and bringing people to the conversations and letting women know that they do have a voice and they have a place to share a safe space so I do urge all of you to check out both the group that's formed out of the Association for Women in Events um, the Elevate group and the Female Hospitality Network too because they're both great things to be involved with and you know there's events that you can join online um, whilst we're in this time um, there, there's opportunities to have your voice heard like there are boards that you can be a part of if you are maybe you've got a bit more experience in the industry could you mentor someone could you take someone under your wing and and let them know that you are here for them and help cheer them on there's so many things that all of us can do yep yeah I agree I would challenge women to ask questions and to pitch yourselves to committees and groups and mm-hmm. write the articles and send it to send it in to um, the publications in the events industry, all they can say is no. Oh I, my God, yes. I can't express that enough. And that's exactly how I got my start by reaching out to committees or groups and saying, wow, I'd really love to be on your board. I really respect what you're doing. Is there room for me? Oh, hi. You know, I see you don't have any at the time, you know, like very young and experienced women who might have a really good, you know, pulse on um, certain things in the events industry. Can I lend my voice to this? I would write articles that no one asked me to write and send them to groups, hoping that someone would just hear my voice. Like there is nothing wrong with asking. The worst that can happen is no. And more likely, the thing that will happen is that you're putting your your voice and your face and your name in front of someone for the first time and you're making them think. And even if what you're asking for is a no, it might not be a total loss because they might be like, wow, you know what? This person reached out. I It, it wasn't right in this moment, but now it's right. Or they 
they recommend you for someone else or to someone else or for some other project. And, you know, it's just that getting started and putting your voice out there. I I think that's like one of the most important lessons that I can relay to the women that I'm talking to right now through this podcast. That's such a great point. And you might be listening, looking at us who you might think like, when do they sleep? And and often we don't, but that's, <laughs> that's another story. Um, but actually the reason that Carrie and I have got to the point where we are with our personal brands, with being busy, with having exposure for our thoughts is because we've just asked the question. And it's not that there aren't enough opportunities, like there is abundance in this world and we should all have an abundance mindset because there will only ever be more and more opportunities to have your voice heard. You just have to ask the question. I think that's an incredible piece of advice. So please write that down if you're listening, like ask the question, like just reach out. If there's someone that inspires you um, that writes a blog, reach out to them, collaborate. Like some of the best things that happen are collaboration. Let's talk about that. Collaboration over competition every single damn day. Yes, 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 yes. And I love, I love what you said about reaching out to people because I, I think maybe that was my magic, um, like superpower early in my career that I was like, okay, all right, no one's better than me. Reach out to the people. I don't care if they never write back. All you can do is try. So I would reach out to anyone and everyone. I acted like no one was better than me. We're all humans here. Right. And Mm -hmm. I would just say like, can I have five minutes of your time? Let me buy you a coffee when you could buy someone, (laughs) you know, a coffee in person back in the day. Um, I would just say, you know, I just need five minutes of your time. I just want to meet you. I'm really inspired by you. Let me buy you a coffee. Let me buy you lunch. Um, and knowing that it wasn't, you know, a situation where I wanted to, I, you know, take up their time or suck the life out of them or, you know, I knew their value, but I also knew mine too. And I knew that I, I could be a lot if I just had the right mentors and the right people in my life. Yeah, that's an incredible piece of advice. And people do have time. You might think that people don't, but they truly do. Like, I've just been so blown over by the people that I've reached out to for similar things, like to just ask a question or to say, you know, your career path really inspires me. Talk to me about how I might be able to get there. Like people, you know, we want to lift each other up. That's what we're here for. And women like other women are not your competition. Yes. I, and I just say that so many times. Yeah. Another mic drop moment, right? I, I'll, I'll tell you, I am a busy person. You are a busy person. I always have time for thoughtful conversations. Mm-hmm. If, if it's not just someone who's like, Hey, I want to connect with you. You know, that, that may not be a huge impact with me, but someone who bring some thoughtful conversations or a topic to the table. I always have time for that. So just another tiny tidbit. If you're reaching out to someone that really inspires you, you can tell them they inspire you. That's great. But also bring something else to the table, a question, a solution, you know, some idea to spark thoughtful conversation. I am quite sure that they will not reject you. Yeah, this is so true. And I'm the same. Like, I would love to hear from anyone listening if there's something that I can do to support you. Like, yes, sometimes I am 100 miles an hour and I might just drop you a quick message saying, thanks so much. Let me get back to you tomorrow. But chances are you're going to get a voice note back from me because I love a voice note or you're going to get an email or whatever, because I just love I love connecting. I love connecting. And 
this is why we're here. You know, we're collaborating. Carrie could have launched her own podcast. I could have launched my own, but I truly believe that we're better together. And some might say that we're very similar. And if we had launched our own podcast, some might say, oh, are they just trying to compete with each other? Well, no, we're not. Like we're here doing this together. You can collaborate with people on the same path as you because they are not your competition. Right. I I agree that there's room for everyone. There are a lot of podcasts in the event space. There are a lot of women's empowerment podcasts. There are a lot of people uh, like Courtney, like Rachel, who we had on earlier this season, who do similar things, run in similar circles, but they are not you. Um, you, Juliet, you, you, that was one of your inspirational points that you dropped in an early episode this year. Like your superpower is that you are you. And, you know, we're so thankful that you're here listening to us and our views, but there is room at every table. And I think that that's so important for people to know. And yeah, we have a lot of similar ideas. You're going to have a lot of the similar ideas. You're a smart, amazing human. You're a smart, amazing woman. And, that, you know, we're not each other's competition. That was the best thing you could have said. I I love, love, love that. Oh, thank you. And I know I love you. I love the fact that we've got this because I just, there are so many conversations that I wouldn't have had if I didn't have strong women around me who are supporting me and lifting me up and are there for me. And I've been lucky to have mentors. I've been lucky to have coaches and I'm lucky to be able to coach people and support people. And I will always forever do that, whether it's in an official capacity or in your Instagram DMs, because I'm a cheerleader. Like I like to be here for everyone. Um, I think that's so important. So, wow, there's been just so I knew that this episode was going to be a good one because I know that we're so passionate about it. So hopefully we haven't talked too quickly. (laughs) I feel like I'm going like, I've got this to say. I've got this to say. I can't even breathe. I mean, this is such a huge, huge, big, important topic that has truly been the the legacy and the catalyst for everything that I've done in my entire career. So there's no real way to, to shove it into 20, 30 minutes. Right. But you know, it's just a little bit of a teaser and I hope it, it just excites all of the women out there that are in events, starting out in events or have been in events forever. Like we love you. Yes, we do. And, you know, if you're listening in and you think, what can I do to try and you know support another woman, like reach out, like chat to someone, share someone's social media profile that inspired you that day, like share something, talk to them, like, let's keep this conversation going, because I'm sure there will be a women in events podcast episode on every season of like an event boss um that's for sure because there's just so many conversations to be had but with that we are at time so as always um please do follow us engage let us know what you thought screenshot yourself listening to this podcast share it on social media and tag us in at like an event boss but i'm going to hand it over to my wonderful queen of events carrie to close out the episode Thank you. Thank you, fellow queen. Um, all right. Gosh, how do I wrap this episode? The, the, the most important episode for me ever with women. Know your worth. Know your value. Stand up for yourself and stand up for what is right. Um, be convicted. Learn from the no. Learn from your failures. Um, 
there are so many amazing women mentors in the events industry. And I know that Juliet and myself are really happy to drop our information into the show notes so that you reach out to us. We hope that this gives you a little bit of your, uh, a little bit of empowerment and just adds to your week this week. But we are so excited to um, have been here for you this week and we'll continue um, being anything we can for women in events. So with that, Thank you everyone for being here another week and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.